I've, I've, there's a little bit of pressure being in charge of this uh, stopwatch here. It does seem very judgy to me with the numbers. Oh, it's totally judgy. It's like counting down your life. And, and very it did keep us on track. That's good. Uh, to John's credit. Two weeks ago. It was a, uh, did we, weren't, did we, weren't we not doing this last week? No, we weren't. We didn't do it last week. That's it was right. my birthday. Because it was your birthday. All of the weeks run in oh, well, happy, to each other. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. I appreciate that. I hope it was fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. Hmm. I did nothing. Hmm. Did that sounds nothing. good. That's that's perfect. I thought you went to the oh not. Uh, I do, went to the casino. Okay. Um, we'll talk about that later. I I uh, argued with my maintenance man because my dishwasher had dirty water at the bottom of the fucking thing. It's like the third time I've had them come over. You got to clean out your food trap, dude. No, it's not the food trap. It's like the the third cycle. I did not know this. So apparently, okay, hold on. Yeah, we should start. We'll do it live! Fuck it! So apparently... It's secretly timid. I'm Megs, here with John. Hi. Sorry. Special returning guest, Big Inch. Hey, how you doing? Uh, and yes, so please pick up where you left off with the dishwasher conversation. Well, first... I am, uh, I cannot first, wait for First, let me mention the song of the week. It's oh, by yeah. the Mystery Lights. The song is called I'm So Tired of Living in the City, and it comes to us via Wick Records, and they will be in Dallas performing at the Granada Theater June 7th. Ooh. That's the six, right? What? Six dash seven. That's June. Sometimes I get my months confused so numerically. It? Oh, the six months? Yeah. Yes, yes that's it correct. is. Yes. So apparently, dishwashers have multiple cycles where water is going in and being drained out. Yes. There's three cycles. My dishwasher on the third cycle does not drain. So when I um, retrieve my clean, in air quotes, dishes, there's like a sea of dirty fucking water at the bottom of the dishwasher. It's really fucking gross. And so during my uh, week off... From work for my birthday, I argued with the maintenance man, and then uh, we're going to be getting what, a new dishwasher. What was there to argue about? Because um, he was trying to say, well, all you have to do is just pull the button. Like if you if you change the if you pull pull, pull the button and you make it go back to like a different cycle, it'll drain the water for you, and then just switch it off when you're done. But I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. It should be working properly. I think. What's right? the point of an automatic yeah. dishwasher then? Yeah, it should be working properly. Why don't I, I just fucking to... do these myself? Well, then. I have been because oh. now I'm refusing to use my dishwasher until I get a new one. So yes, anyway, a boring that'll, story. That'll show. That's him. a pretty hot birthday you had. It sounds like <laughs> I went. Is. I went to the casino, played a daily tournament, busted in twentieth place, and there was out a, of how many. Out of 84. That's good. That's really Not good. really. It's I mean, it's four. no money. Is that top four? No money. Um, it was a really weird energy in the poker room that day, though. And I've never been at... Usually when I'm at Windstar, especially for the daily tournaments, it's mostly just retirees and geriatric folks that are just, you know, having fun. And it's a social event. It's not, quote, serious poker, because it's only $65 buy-in. Um and I've played Seems with this pretty serious. Well, I played with this gentleman before, and he's just a dick. And he was at our at my table. Why did you call him a gentleman if he's a dick? Because gentlemen are dicks. 
Oh. I was trying to be respectful, even though I don't respect this motherfucker, because yeah, he always not, just has bad sure energy around him. I'm not sure why you're putting the effort into that. And um, once he busted this uh, young guy to my left, he's a really good player and very charismatic and made the table fun, um, said, I don't know what that, what's with that guy, but... Uh, he just doesn't like me because he's always just very, like, just rude to me. And then someone else at the table is like, that guy's just a dick. <laughs> and so we all confirmed that the guy was a dick. But it was, there was a weird energy because normally everybody's having fun. And there were a number of times during the tournament where in the cash area there were arguments going around, like players arguing with the floor manager. That normally doesn't happen. So after I busted the tournament, I just played a little bit of slots because I was, you know, I'm at the casino. I didn't want to drive home. And then as soon as I was leaving, like, I'm pretty sure the Aryan Brotherhood <laughs> came into the casino. Oh, wow. Um, like, they could just be motorcycle enthusiasts, like a motorcycle club, which is also, I, I think, kind of like uh, white power adjacent anyway. But like a lot of shaved heads and really bad tattoos, including some face tattoos. Ugh. And they're all like together i don't know it was just weird i was like i'm so glad i'm leaving definitely right now. not accountants yeah i was being judgy uh is that usually very productive this is this is already too much work for me here <laughs> <laughs> you can do it megan all right fuck there it goes so i gotta like keep fucking tapping this thing yeah or what? god I damn figure it out, i need to figure out how to make the ipad not well i'll just do it right now well yeah you can change the setup. buy me some time for christ's sake and i'll so get it fixed I, here's my question mm-hmm. and and this is not this is a, a very serious as in i'm i really don't understand can you tell me why gambling is fun because i really don't get it i'm sure it's something with serotonin yeah because no, like I, if I you're know. yeah um with like the the uh there's actually a really good podcast about this and it was about slot machines and i forget which one it was because i listened to it many many years ago but basically in a nutshell gambling triggers the same adrenaline that you do if you're like doing any sort of risky behavior uh-huh. um and so i think that's why people nope. enjoy it like dopamine, I'd maybe dopamine or serotonin. Because I, don't know. I can some understand. there's some chemicals that are released, okay. and I can only I I feel that same way. Like I feel it like in if I'm playing like it's a, a stupid slot machine, if like the 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 slot machine itself, they will set up near misses where it's like, oh, you're gonna get the jackpot, you're gonna get mm-hmm. the jackpot. Oh, you don't, you know, and that when you're going to get the jackpot, that's when you release you get that adrenaline rush. And when I'm playing poker, I only really get the adrenaline rush no matter what the first hand i'm in in a tournament i get that nervous kind of anticipation energy you know if i'm in a in a hand and i have a pretty strong hand um and then i I get that same sort of feeling if i'm trying to pull off a really big bluff like i'll get that rush Mm. of adrenaline and i think that's why people like it that's i guess that's also why people like any sort of risky behavior can, can we go back to what you said about people arguing with the floor manager? Is that usually very fruitful? Does anybody win in an I argument with the floor manager? I mean, manager? I would never argue with the with the tournament director or floor manager anybody in the casino because I'd be too afraid to get eighty six out of there permanently. Right. You know? That that seems like a um, like a place where your uh, your presence is not necessarily needed after no. a certain point, so you can just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Exactly. Like a strip club. Yeah, in fact, there was something like that happened last week that's, that took the Twitter poker world by storm. Listen to this story. So 
a uh, YouTube personality named Catarific. I don't know. I don't see. We're t- we're too old for like the YouTube personality bullshit. Yeah. But like the youth, like those YouTube personalities, like that's their television. They watch these. Oh yeah videos by these people and there's a youtube personality named caterific um i think she's she's getting into poker this is just my knowledge i could be completely wrong here i don't know what she did beforehand but uh so she was in uh, las vegas i think it was at the rio but that doesn't really matter just it's some big poker tournament where there was a 400 dollar buy-in tournament and then like a main event tournament that was probably much probably make, maybe let's just pretend it's 1500 dollars. anyway there's a huge difference she meant to buy into the $400 one, but they gave her the ticket and the chips for the main event. And she got seated in the main event, and she's like, I think this is wrong, but I'm going to play anyway. She knocked out a couple of people. She had a big chip stack, and uh, uh, eventually they figured out that there was an error here. And she did a YouTube video because when she got kicked out of the tournament, the, I guess the tournament director was kind of rude to her. And she was trying to do this whole victim, you know, like, oh, it was so mean to me. But the Twitter world was, Twitter poker world was like, what the fuck? Like, th- you're in the wrong here. Like, they initially messed up, but you knew that you were in the wrong tournament. And they definitely knew that she was in the wrong, or, like, that other people at the table said she knew that she was in the wrong tournament because her boyfriend had just busted at the table that she was seated at, and he and she knew that he was in the main event. Okay, but isn't that kind of like when, uh, you know, like a store will misprice something, and you take it to the register, and they're like, oh, I don't think this is right. Don't they have to give it to you for that price? No, like, they don't. Isn't it... it it's no, they their mistake. They don't. It's not. It's, it was initially their Missed mistake, up. but when she Missed knew... Changing, uh, well, she knew that she was, she was in the wrong tournament. She was aware that she was in the wrong tournament. Okay, but it's kind on. of their responsibility. To, but because she was knocking right? people out of the tournament, yeah. those people need to be compensated. So by that's by why, the casino. By, that's what I would say is the casino. Yeah. So are they the going one, to do that? Yeah, they had to track those people down and be okay. like, hey, you're $1,500. You know, it's back because you got knocked out. Right. So that's that's where it really fucks up, fucks okay. a lot of shit up. And especially if she knew that she was in the tournament. People in the past, when that happens, when they get put out of the wrong seat, like yeah. uh, they get ejected from so, the property and banned for life. Did she get her money back too then? No. They, they offered to allow her, and this is, they didn't have to do this. They offered to allow her to get into, to, to sit at the tournament that she was supposed to be play at, but she turned it down and said to this youtube video that kind of backfired on her because people were like you knew that you were in the wrong so it seemed like you were just because she said that somebody told her that if she were to win that they that they would just pay the difference of the original buy-in like that's not how it works either (laughs) you can't just give them but if she doesn't know how experienced is this person she knows she knew Mm. she knew that there was like the initial chip stack that she was got that that she received was different than what she thought that it was supposed to is she an experienced poker player because she could be new um I could see I'm, I'm not sitting at a and and that's a lot of debate that people the people that are giving her the benefit out are like hey we've been there before especially like the casino like when i first started playing in the casino it was very intimidating because you don't know the rules you don't know the cages you don't know like when you sit at the table you don't have chips yet you don't there's a lot of like you know you're you're with people because there's not like a standard buy-in so you're if you're playing a cash game you're playing with somebody that could be playing for 12 hours it's like people come and go all the time so you know you don't if you're new you may not necessarily know the rules of you know how to 
get do something as basic of getting chips mm-hmm. or you know it's customary like when is it good to leave is it if you win a huge pot is it rude to be like bye guys i'm gone now you know is it uh, i think so yes usually normally you announce when you're going to leave before sounds like there are a lot of uh that's what i do if i'm playing cash i'll be here. like hey guys this is my i'm gonna play one more round and then i'm gonna go just so they don't think i'm like angle shooting like you know i mean i it's, ter- it's i think it'd be perfectly legal Two, once you win a big hand to be like, I'm calling it a night now, but to the other people at the table, they may be like that, 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 that guy's an asshole. Well, and they will remember that, you know, uh, how does that affect you? Cause they don't get to choose if they play against you. Right. I mean, if they sit down you and can, you're you there, can, you can request a table change. Oh you yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, intricity and In- intricacies Intric- yeah. blah 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 I don't know anything it's a lot it. of social norms that yeah. you have to learn There's and the poker community I mean it's a very uh, I love the poker community because it's very diverse um, and I found it to be very charitable despite what uh, the uh, the stereotype of gamblers you know is usually the exact opposite and that's why I think a lot of the people in the poker community, um, we're talking like professionals, not me. Like I'm, I'm nobody in the poker community, but a lot of the really powerful people in the poker community just dragged her because it's, it seemed like she was shooting an angle and, and you know, I mean, there's, I mean, there's legislation that this, they're trying to pass right now state by state to try and, you know, uh, pass online poker. And, and they're really there's been strides to kind of to, to try and present poker at the best light. And so if there's somebody that's trifling like this, it could, uh, makes everybody look bad. Some people might say that. The stereotype of, uh, poker players that I have envisioned in my mind is, uh, a bunch of you guys sitting around a round table in a saloon. Everybody is wearing a hat of some sort. There's mm-hmm. a guy with a bowler hat. There's a guy with a, a couple guys with cowboy hats. There's a guy wearing a poncho mm-hmm. and a cowboy hat. Uh, and you're all smoking cigars, mm-hmm. except for the guy with the bowler hat because he's from out of town. Uh, and then at some point, somebody accuses somebody else of cheating. Uh, they flip the table over, and then there's a gunfight. That's in, yeah, inaccurate. Oh, that's an inaccurate. That sounds a lot more interesting and exciting, though. Mm. I mean, if you might get stabbed or take a stray bullet, I'm, I might understand its appeal. Yeah, that would. There's be. probably a version of that. Consider that you it. I think that would count as my. Oh wait, no, I did have something else for my week. Is that? Well, Megan, you have to introduce it. Your week? Yeah, you know, to do, do what you John, normally how do. Your how week? was your week? My week is great. <laughs> oh, I thought we already. Okay. I mean, we're, I don't know. We're already that. into it. So. <laughs> um, How was your week, John? <laughs> um, it was great. Yesterday, I I uh, had nothing to do, so I cleaned my bathroom, got high, and watched a bunch of award ceremonies and cried a lot. <laughs> it made me what feel were, emotional. About what were you crying, John? Uh, it just it just touched me. I was watching first. I watched the the Global Poker Awards. I'll talk about that in hot topics because the hot topic arose from it. But I was watching the WWE Hall of Fame because you know WrestleMania's tonight. You don't know that I just told you. Um, I do now. Thank God. And I don't know. It, watching these uh, people get recognized for their work from you know 
20, 30 years ago. I don't, it just touches me. I don't know why. It just really touches me. Like, uh, even like Tori Wilson, who's more, she only uh, retired like 10 years ago, her accepting her, you know, uh, her induction and talking about, when she started talking about Fit Finley, who's a poker, uh, professional wrestler who uh, trained a lot of the women in the late 90s, early aughts. That's the term, the aughts, not Mm -hmm. 2000s. I've heard that, yeah. Um, Her thanking him, I don't know why, it touched me, and I started, that's the first time I started crying. Is it because you were high? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do do it. it. And then, you know, she thanked her father, who just passed, he passed away two days ago, and there, because I remember there's a storyline with her father, her real life father, and when she was an active wrestler, and I don't know, and then, then, uh, when uh, China was inducted as part of Degeneration X, that just posthumously really, yeah. With that, which sad story that was. Sometimes so. I'm such a baby because the dolphins make me cry, <laughs> mostly when I've been drinking, mm-hmm. which is also when I. I never got emotional alcohol, but I guess uh, marijuana is different. Mm-hmm. But I'm like I I'm so emotionally stunted, and I've talked back when I would go to therapy. Like this is. We know that when it comes to sad emotions, I don't show them for the most part. Um, and it's usually like once every once or two, one year or two years, something like I'll watch something that'll just touch me emotionally and then I'll just start crying for a good five minutes and then it'll go away. Not like, you know, sobbing, but like right. a commercial will just like a the Folgers commercial. Uh, that used to air every single Christmas where like the eldest son came home as a surprise and he and he brewed some Folgers and the sister came down and woke the sister and she's like you're home did you cry because that's never happened in the history of families no I just just some something just touches me oh well okay it triggers is there a common thread between these things it's not sad i don't it's not i don't cry out of sadness it's happiness it's happiness i don't think i've ever cried out of sadness besides like when my first boyfriend broke up with me but that was i had a panic attack that's bizarre that you've never cried out of sadness no, once my parents, well, my parents were really split up. When my father walked out on, on us in high, I when I was in high school. I remember that. You picked me up from school, for school that day. That's when my emotion cut off. This is what I remember of that day because it's about me. <laughs> uh, you picked me up for school and I said, hey, man, how's it going? And you said, it's fine. My dad left us in the middle of the night. <laughs> I said, it's Wednesday. <laughs> I could see how I made that very awkward for you. <laughs> it wasn't awkward. I wanted to laugh, but I wasn't sure if that was appropriate. Yeah. So if I can, now I will. You laugh. It's, it was funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my God. Good riddance. Anyway. Big Anch. What's up? Tell us how about your week. Uh, I had a lot. I had uh, many things that have come up, including the decision to go to Vegas. <gasps> which I'm not, the only reason I'm going is because a gentleman friend of mine, those two words go together, a gentleman friend of mine, um, he was going to come down here for my spring break. I haven't seen him in four years. I met him in Denver. We were dating before I left because I am known to. Is this a gentleman whose pictures we man. saw? Uh, Do we see his picture? I don't know if I've ever shown you. I have many pictures of him. 
I've seen one photo, so probably. I not. have many pictures. Okay. He's, he's a yes. But uh, he wants to go to Vegas. Uh, last summer, he went to Rome, and I was going to go with him. But being the teacher that I am, I could not really afford Rome at that yeah. time because I had spent a lot of my money on, I don't know, things like La Marca. And but if you're the guest, he should be paying for you. Uh, he's a government employee. No. I've seen his I, picture. Yeah. I do not know. I do not expect him to pay for me. Uh, whole, why would I expect that? He should pay my for My understanding you. is no. government employees, uh, depending on the... He, the think, field get paid. Very I well. think he makes good money, but why would I? We are not together. We're not. You're his guest. I, mm-hmm. No, no, no. I don't buy that. Sorry, I don't believe I've, that. If, okay, just for future reference, if I am ever saying somebody, "Hey, do you want to go with me to X, Y, and Z?" I would assume that I would pay. Okay, unless it was like a group thing, like let's go together. Oh well, that is. Not I don't know. I guess it's different. There's, it's there's a, a little nuance. A there's a little thing. nuance. If it's a datey thing, like I don't if you like guys are that. You know, banging or I don't believe that. I'm sorry. I've just I'm, I pay for my own self, and I like to always just everyone pay for themselves. I don't like the awkward waiting. Oh, you know, are they going to get it? No, I just I don't like that, and mm. I don't think that you should ever expect anyone to pay for you because this is the modern day. But I'm a, I, I do not. I like being opinion. paid for. I, it's not that I don't I, mind. I enjoy yeah. being paid for, but I would never expect anyone. But I absolutely would appreciate it. But he also owns a house and lives in D.C., which is unbelievably expensive. And he owns has, a house in Denver. He owns a house in Denver, which is very expensive. But, and, but he pays all of the taxes on it. None of that even matters because that's not even. That's not so he didn't. Issue. He didn't. He wasn't able to come here. He was not able to come here because the day before Denver got that cyclone, mm-hmm. super blizzard, super blizzard. So he was not able to come down and visit me. It was mega blizzard. I yeah, think they it called was, it. I know it was very disappointing. But uh, now he wanted to go to Vegas, and I'm like, that's fine because I just want to hang out. Do you know where you're going to stay? Um, no, he's taking care of all that stuff. So he is going to pay. Well, mm. but I'm going to pay. I mean, he's paying for I think like certain parts, but. I, that's I will always pay for. I pay for myself. That's just something very important. To me. Right, we don't have to destiny child me anymore. Let me tell you, no, got it. you can't even bring up destiny's child because you cannot come out and try and tell me about can you pay my bills and then turn around and talk about I'm an independent woman. You got your, your songs are arguing with each other. It's not wi- except uh, it's not will you pay my bills? It's can you? They, yes. You just want to know if they're stable you enough to be able to if that's necessary which it's not because you're an independent woman no but i think i think he's saying uh oh so she says i don't think you do so you and me are through so she's i think it's kind of like can't tell me what to do are you paying my bills you're not paying my fucking bills fuck you dude that's how i interpreted it you're not my dad um yeah that's really okay. Well, I, I don't even. I know might what need we're... to pull up uh, and I'll do a, a hardcore evaluation of that song. But are it's these, still... l- these are lyrics. We're these talking. are lyrics. Okay. But Destiny's Child is no more. I love Beyonce though. She's my girl. Mm. She's my dream girl. But I wouldn't want to date her. But she sure is beautiful. So I, I always feel like she'd felt be a lot bad of work. for Michelle. Oh, poor little Michelle. Yeah, she got always... tossed aside from the other the two bigger. It's like Spinderella. <gasps> oh, yeah. right. Hit me up one time. Salt and Peppa and yeah. Spinderella. Yeah. Nobody gave her, that woman any credit. No, I, I believe it. So you're going to go to Vegas. I'm going to go to Vegas. Uh, he's getting our tickets for Cirque du Soleil. Ooh. And this, um, you'll see some titties. Uh, that's fine with me. But he also <laughs> is telling me he's bringing suits to, to go out at night. So I have to go shopping for, you know, 
going out in public because I'm pretty much you see what I'm wearing right now. This is pretty you much and I what should I do. go on a pretty woman shopping. Yeah, spree we for do. You. We do. I'm gonna have to buy some some nice clothes. But um, and then we're gonna probably just bang a lot. So that's pretty much that's the plan. And it has been a, a very hot minute for 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 Big Ange. So and I'm gonna be prepared for. It. I'm gonna have You're to ready. prepare. Megs knows the history of why I'd have to really be prepared. It's a big old day. It is a gigantic unveiling. I mean, that's, that's the history. <laughs> yeah. Like, in a second, yes. that is the history it's, that I know that you now know. That's right, because I did speak of... This is the same gentleman mm-hmm. who banged me on the yeah conference table. Okay, so it's the same dude. But he is very... You would not know it, because he is very put together. He's an investigator for the government, like... Very, you know, there were, yeah, repressed. Maybe he's very, seems very in control. He is, but he loves comic book characters, which awesome. and he loves. He's all about that kind of stuff. But he is, damn. I mean, he is. Yeah, I appreciate his try talent. poppers. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that for your butthole? I, it could help. It could help loosen it's all the holes. Much. Maybe it, no, no, no. It's not a hole. It's the depth. It has to do with women. Some yeah. women do not enjoy your cervix we've being already, banged yeah, up. Yeah, we've already we, talked about. We've yeah. already had a conversation about bruised cervixes. Yeah. They, they, why don't they make? They should make like little stoppers for dicks, <laughs> like where it can't go in. Like you put like a little you ring around it, it the, and then it will a, stop it from, from going so in cervix, so far. A yeah. cervix for your cervix. They need a rick a, a dick stopper. <laughs> I mean, it's like a bumper. A bumper. <gasps> a for, dick bumper. Like for bowling, a cervix bumper. You don't want it to go past these. Yeah, I agree. I'm sure that sounds, that sounds you should work on that. What else happened? Um, so uh, many of my students are getting uh, sent to the alternative school for their marijuana, mm-hmm. which is not as disturbing until you put it in the context in the fact that these kids are eighth graders and they are already like. I mean, 13 is just very young for marijuana. Alternative for school is like prison. It's like garbage. It teaches you yes. how to be a better marijuana it, it smoker. Is, the kids never are, they're never taught anything. And so, and I teach at a school with the smart, you know, the smart poor kids. And so these are the kids who are trying to use education to get them out of, a lot of them, get them out of kind of their, you know, upbringings. But one bad decision, and you really can risk it. Because the truth is, if you were born poor in Dallas, I'm going to be your access to education, not even just Dallas, that's anywhere. Your access to education absolutely gives you advantages and disadvantages. And there's a, and so these kids are trying, you know, you just pull for them. But two got busted on our field trip. We went on a college trip to TCU, and I was happy at how many of my students were aghast. They were like, uh, Miss, I'm atheist. I don't want to go there. And I was like, in my head, I was like, go you. I mean, sorry, I like them to think for themselves. So that kind of makes me happy. Maybe you can get a scholarship at TCU oh, yes. if you're an atheist so they they, they can, can try to convert you. Yeah, you're the target. But Free so, ride. But why would, I mean, for me, it's just stupid. So two of them got busted with weed on the, the that trip. And so they got sent. And then this past week, I found out one of my kids is a dealer. And then another one, they're also uh, dealing Xanax. And so that's the part that scares me is that last week, one of the students uh, very stupidly uh, drank a water bottle that had something crushed up in it. And within a short period of time, he was passed out on the floor. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was because it was Xanax. Xanax is not a joke. No, it is not a joke. And so, yeah, so that's what's been going on. And you know. Also, on that note, uh, I mean, cannabis is not a joke, especially at that age. Yeah, but it d- absolutely makes a difference. And I have friends who are like, oh, how could you say that? Because I'm 40. 
I there's a difference in being 40 years old and using marijuana for yeah your brain medicinally yeah my brain honestly my my brain is it's never quite going to develop anyway I feel like it's always a little it's a little less than mature as I could be Uh, I'll blame it on the drugs but I was 16 and I feel like 16 is less scary if they were if these were kids like juniors and seniors I wouldn't be as scared about them less scary still developing well and not only that you think about one of my kids is already addicted to basically uh, THC cartridges and he's 13 and he smokes that all the time because kids have access to all of that stuff. Now they also have e-cigarettes, which I'm actually more appalled by the kids smoking e-cigarettes than I guess that sounds kind of funny, but it's true because tobacco, I mean all the additives and e-cigarettes and things, but just pure THC is not even as deadly, but that's the reality. The problem is not death. The problem is, uh, you know, brain formation exactly. and uh so i don't know it's it's kind of a but i mean is that any more dangerous than traumatic brain injury from football <laughs> no <laughs> i also don't think you should fucking play football yeah. especially when you're a kid but um yeah no cte is also a bad thing there's so many bad there things. are so many bad things just uh, and we can the ones that we can avoid yeah when we're you know small children yeah. agreed so uh, I got that going on it at work. And then at home, my neighbors, their favorite thing is to wake me up at around three in the morning in the middle of the week, screaming at the top of their lungs. And we share a wall. So basically, we are all in the same bed together because I can hear everything that they're saying. And when you are awakened to screaming at three o'clock in the morning, I don't know. And, and as far as I were, I'm not really going back to sleep. And then Plus, it's, you're rageful. I'm rageful, and it's two hours, and I finally had started to go back to sleep, and then they started up, and this kept happening regularly, and I could not understand. Well, first of all, I don't understand people who have yell at you relationships because yeah. I don't. I don't get that because um. it's been. It may have even been a year that they've been my neighbors, but then I realized I think that it's since it's three o'clock. Maybe somebody's coming home from the bar. I don't know. I feel like I'm I think invested. That's a good theory. Yeah. At this point, I just feel invested in this reality show because in the summer there was an episode where uh, apparently he's done this before, and she was in the parking lot and yelling at him for her keys for at least in the prob- middle of the night. In the middle of the night, she was like, "Just give me my keys." And so that was that. And then my neighbor across the hall uh, later told me that he was going to actually enforce a citizen's arrest on them because he had a license to carry. <laughs> and so I got all this oh going around. I know. And I got neighbor Larry, you know, <laughs> you know, he's bless his heart. He's sober now, so he's not quite as fun, but he, I'm really happy for, really, really happy for him. He's such a great, I thought citizen's arrest was really only uh, a, a thing in police academy. It's not a real thing. And so that's why yeah. I'm yeah, now afraid can... of my neighbor across the way from me. I remember yeah. thinking when I was little, yeah. like, Oh my God, people can do that. Yes. I don't, but, I no. don't think neighbor no. Larry should try to detain no. someone no. with a gun. No, no, neighbor Larry is a different guy. Neighbor Larry <laughs> yeah, is a lovely, lovely individual. And he doesn't I, have a gun. I love I him. have a suggestion though. Yes. A little passive aggressive. Find a pamphlet <laughs> for any sort of counselor, like yeah. a relationship counselor, and leave it on their door. I was thinking of uh, strategic notes. I, first of all, did not couldn't isolate the sound because it sounded like it was in surround sound. So when I wake up, I don't even know where it's coming from. And then I finally isolated it and figured out it's got to be the other side. So now I knew the apartment number. I called and complained. And now that I know it's them... 
I'm going to, I was thinking of just saying, like, can you please keep your domestic disputes between the hours of 8 a.m. and 8 p.m.? You're going to ask them that directly? Or? Yes. Ooh, yeah. no, not I really. like my idea better. No, no, I, yeah. no, in a note. Of course, you think I'm... No, I'm, don't write a bullshit. I'm conflict, oh, I'm conflict avoidant. Of course, I'm not going to say oh, okay, this okay. Oh, I hate bullshit notes. I just don't want your <laughs> face to get punched. No. Well, I, then, you know, I've seen so many forensic files. I think of the episode where the two people were in a neighboring room <laughs> and this innocent guy on the... <laughs> The other oh, yeah. side of the wall, minding his own business, Bullet. is murdered because this guy shot a, a thing through the wall. That could be me. That I could be, be the you. mystery That's bullet. like Final Destination bullshit right there. Well, that's the reality. It happened. And let me tell you about it. It is available on... V. It's on available on many things called Forensic Files. Watch it. Yeah. Uh, they've got like nine collections on Netflix. And yeah. then I think the remaining collections or the best of from the remaining oh, the best. collections are Megs on, and I, uh, between the two of us, we've seen them all. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. we... If you got to make something disappear, I'm just saying. We're not bad friends to have in your corner. Right. I just eat them. That is, that is, eat them and then crush the bones the bo- up. Crush them. Yeah. And then scatter crush the bones. Them. Well, you don't really can't eat Just drive down the highway and just, you can eat a person. Yeah, but that's a long, long endeavor. You'd have to freeze it. You've got plenty of time. I'm not going to be able, I, I can't eat a broccoli. I'm not going to be able to eat, eat a, a, my neighbor. Go to a farm and let <laughs> pigs eat them. That's true, Pigs but eat everything. how are you going to transport that, yeah. the body? In pieces. Pieces, that's <laughs> a lot of work. Up. You're underestimating the amount of time and commitment and the blood and the cleanup and the forensics that you would leave behind in trying to... We've got all body. kinds of problems with your, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with your idea, John, and we can talk to you about them later if you like. So. It's Maxie's turn. Oh, okay. How was my week? How was your week? Oh, it was okay. Thank you for asking. Uh, a few things happened. Let's see what. Uh, it's it's been two weeks actually. How was your? How were your weeks? Um, so let's see. Uh, the engineer and I were hanging out this, not this current weekend, but the weekend before. He uh, he had uh, dad time this week. So, uh, but the weekend before we. Went out, had some dinner, had a couple of drinks, came back here. We're sitting on the back porch. Didn't drink a whole lot, especially for me. And I decided that I would just take a puff off of a vape pen. And Uh I almost immediately had this horrible feeling like you're about to throw up Mm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I said... I've got to, I have to go, I have to go inside. And so I got up and I went into the bathroom and there are two doors. There's a door that goes in from my closet and there's a door that goes in from the hallway. And I remember shutting both of those doors (laughs) and, uh, and just like getting like right down on the floor with my fucking face right over the toilet. And as, as I'm, just starting to just throw up right all over everything. He comes in the hallway mm. door and I was like, it's okay. I, uh, I, I got it. It's, he's like, no, I want to help you. And my, my hair is, is short. Like I can put it behind my ears and it doesn't, you know, it's not obstructive. So I had like tucked my hair behind my ears and he's like, I want to help you. And he comes and he like, just takes like part of the hair from behind my ears and is holding it up. So sweet. He really. Oh, I'd be like, leave me the fuck alone. No. I said I got this. Yeah, but it's. Sweet I was. It was very sweet. And thoughtful. Yeah. Um, 
uh, especially since he's an engineer, I was surprised that he didn't notice that the hair wouldn't have gotten in my mouth anyway. But he's a it's dad. too short. He's a dad. He's a dad, and he's a good dude. So yeah. you know, he was trying to hold my hair back, and I was like, "It's uh, it's okay, babe. You know what? I think I I think I can blah. You know, and it like I just had like brown rice and chicken, and it was not digested at all. Um, mm. so it was every it was fucking everywhere. Uh, so he's, I was like, please, I got, it's, it's okay. As he's like, okay. So he leaves and you know, whatever. So I clean up. So, so that was a, it actually reminded the last time that happened to me, I was in England and I was dating Graham. Remember mm. that? Oh, Graham. Um, and in England, they call it whiteying, like as in your face goes white. Oh. Um, how can is, you tell when they're British? Uh, <laughs> that's a very good question. You can tell when like all the color escapes from your face. You know, you if you are that's true. Maybe they, yeah. maybe they, maybe they go uh, transparent. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, good question. Um, also, I was in, I was inducted to his uh, Google Family Plan this week. Which uh, what's that? Uh, so I guess there's this music service called Google Music, which oh, okay. I assume is like Apple Music, which is also something I don't know anything about, but. Uh, he has he and a bunch of his friends have this account together, and he's the family quote family manager, he's the daddy, right? So so they pay that him, and you know he whatever. But there was an open space, and he'd asked me a couple weeks ago, "Do you want to be on the family plan?" Which I thought was a very nice thing. Yes. So uh, do you pay? No. Oh, okay. It's no. bullshit if it makes you pay. No, no, no. This is free. But you're and entangling. You're entangling. You're you're entangling your parts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so yes, I thought that was very sweet. I offered to pay several times. I did, and he said that's fine. So uh, we did uh, Porpoise Crispy a couple times. We had. Uh, we had Ryan on I, last week. I love the Obermeyer one. Did you? What was he? What was the yay? Because I listened to it when I was like half awake because I couldn't sleep one night. And there was something like a yay, 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 yay. And then a no, 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 no. It was, was that Ryan yes, just yes. doing that? Yes. No, no, no. No, it was, it was a clip from Shelley Duvall in Fairytale Theater during the Rumpelstiltskin um, episode with Hervé Villachet. Mm. Villachet, I think, actually. Uh, where uh, he's saying... If you, uh, we played the full clip in the episode, but if you, uh, if I turn this straw into gold and she goes, yes. And he says, and, and if the, if the king lets you out, yes. So she keeps saying yes. yes. And then there was who, a big, who decided to repeat that? Was that John? That was John. That was all John. Was that live? Special John. Uh, that repeated. Yes. 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 Was that live? No, that's, that's recording that from post? YouTube. Yeah. No. Oh. But could you hear that when you were recording? Like, show me the magic Some of the of recording. It. Okay. Because yeah. that made me laugh at like yeah. two o'clock in the morning. I'm going to have to, I need to listen to that episode again. It yeah, was good. It was, it was, it was a we, good music selection we did a, from a Ryan. Birthday shout out to yeah, you. Yeah, I, I got that. Okay, good. Communicated that effect. And he played the song that I liked. He did? And yes. Ryan said that I did not know yes. that, that album was, uh, was uh, uh, produced by Beck. I didn't know that. I also did not know that. Uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg is a very strange woman. Uh, right, so we did that, and then this last week we had uh, other Ryan Ryan Williams from uh, Baptist Generals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
um, he had a very good selection that I liked very much. Probably the most similar to mine since we've been. Since Not a I've lot of women on, on that selection. I noticed that. No. Well, I mean, I don't. You okay. don't like women. I like them just fine. <laughs> I do think I do think it's interesting to see like who people's musical taste. And I like that show because I'm introduced to a lot of music that I otherwise would right. not yes. know. Yeah, I have never listened to Grave Diggers, but uh I, I enjoyed it just fine. So, I'm going to listen to that this week. Never would have uh never would have done that probably. Um, let's see. Got a text from my mother it said uh, do you want to come for easter nope and i said no <laughs> and then a couple hours later i get a, a response reason question mark <laughs> and i just thought like it doesn't matter what the fucking reason is but the reason is you know i don't i have precious little uh, vacation time and why the fuck would i come to your house in florida for you know, three days or whatever, um, four days probably, that would seem like seven days. And for a, a holiday that we don't even fucking celebrate. I mean, at least when I was a little kid, I could go hunting for eggs. If I do that in your front yard now, your neighbors are going to be upset. Why would I do that? Why, the Easter should have already happened. I thought it always happens in March. I don't even fucking know when it is. That's how insignificant Easter is to me. Um, so I didn't answer her in my shrug emoji. My way. You need to start using the shrug uh, emoji. Is there one? Yes. Ooh. I use it all the time. Oh my god! Yeah, There's I one need for to... a man and a one for a woman. You can you can even uh, delegate a skin tone. Ooh, can I make it look like me with like dark hair and I don't know an eye patch? Maybe. Uh, so there was that. I uh, and then she called me the next day, and of course I didn't answer because I'm avoidant of of things, most things. Uh, oh, and then uh, update on my uh, my friend who my friend who sent me the picture of herself crying. Mm-hmm. So this has been what three weeks probably. Uh, I have not m- made a response at all. Not even since. a shrug emoji. Nope, nothing, nothing, no response, no response. I didn't answer the phone. I didn't answer any text messages. Uh, she uh, Facebook messaged a bunch of my friends on. Uh, and, to see if you're alive. Right. And I told them, don't answer her. So they didn't. Uh, so she's been confronted with the silence. So she sends me a, a text this last week. And she's like, uh, and to her credit, it, it was it was pretty diplomatic under the circumstances. And she said, you know, this is a, I don't, this is the third time you've done t- this to me. And, and actually, I think it's the fourth time. But, uh, uh, and I just don't, um, you can't. Just stonewall me. I don't think that we can be friends anymore. I was like, yes. It worked. Yeah, finally. Avoidance works. Uh-huh. Um, I think she's a good person, but she's right. Our uh, styles of being human are not compatible. So Good for you. Uh, it's kind of, at this point right now, it feels like a, a load off of my shoulders. Um, probably a couple years in the future, I'm going to start to feel very guilty about this. And because no. that's what I do. I like to, I like to make myself feel really bad once I get comfortable with a decision that I've made. It's the right decision. And I've had to do that with a friend, the friend who was the alcoholic who continued to resist help 
with the husband and she married an alcoholic husband. And I had to do, it was, it was kind of, it was that same way. It was a stonewalling effect because I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And I'm, I'm at an age where I am only going to hang around the people that I want in my life. And I can't have any more one-sided friendships. Yes. I th- yeah. And and stonewalling is a form of communication. <laughs> it is. It is. That's true. That's all you need not to know. Not making a decision. There's some people who think it's bullshit. Not like being direct is the best. Sometimes no. Sometimes being direct does not work out in your favor because all that person wants is a direct communication with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am not. Uh, I'm not good in person or on the phone being direct uh, because I always cave. You're always direct yeah. with me. Okay, but call me. How many times have you called me a bitch on the phone? Yes, and text messages. Oh, text messages are different. That's a that's different. Um, I don't think you're a bitch today. I don't think you're a bitch. Uh, uh, but I'm I'm very bad. Like when especially confrontation. Yeah, especially when people are in front of me. Like my mind goes blank, and I use I lose all of the words. So. I'm, but I am very good um, in like email form or written letter when that yeah. used to be a thing. I like prose, mm-hmm. time to think and revise yeah. and edit. I'm a pretty good writer, and nobody can argue with me if I'm writing something. So that usually works out pretty well. But it looks like in this case, I don't have to do that. Um, but the reason why I fucking am not married anymore and I live by myself is because I don't like to answer to people. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, you know, why do I have to justify to you why this is too much work for me? Oh, what's that? Uh, some of my laptop. I hope that was a good thing. They wanted to let me know that my Gmail account is out of date. Oh, fantastic. Thanks, Sorry. Google. Thank you. Assholes. Anyway, the end. That was my week. It scared the shit out of me. Do you want to take oh. a break? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Why do you say my dick? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You clowns. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. It's, it's Yin Yang Twins. It's a Yin Yang oh, Twins song. Oh, my God. Wow. I can't believe you don't know that song. It whispers. Though. Wait till you see my dick. Wait till you see my dick. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's poetry. Is that a is that a rock music? That is a rap lyric. Oh, oh well, that's why restart we start it. Restart the timer. There you go. There you go. Well, <laughs> oh Christ. Okay, where do you see my dick? <laughs> I'm gonna make you listen to it after this. I feel over. like I already have listened to it. Oh, that'll it's, do. It's far worse. It's it's far, it gets far worse. I don't need it to get worse than that. Okay. Trust, uh, trust. Hi- Hyper masculinity is is not something that I have a, a short of a shortage of in my daily life. Good point. Fair enough. Because uh, you my, know I live in Texas. I've yeah. got a question. United States. Off air. Yeah. I mean, this is on air. I know, but off air we talked yeah. about my uh, neighbor. Uh-huh. And how I informed me that he had a seven inch penis. Oh, is that an invitation to like for me to ask to see it? I feel did he like say? That. He, did he indicate if that was flaccid or? I'm, I'm assuming erect. Yeah, you're not going to measure it when it's flaccid, because that thing is just a wet little sad noodle. Well, I mean, it depends. Okay. Some yeah. people, they, they just don't grow that much. Sounds when weird. they And Seven then there's some... Seven inches erect some, is really... I mean, why are we... 
I mean, the average fine, is like four fine. and a half. Okay. I mean, seven yeah, is no, it's fine. That's fine. a solid good time. Unless it's like super skinny, like thin. Yeah. Really, I feel personally attacked because I've got a really skinny piece. I don't really. I'm do just you? lying. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, uh, I feel but I've seen weird. some that are really thin. I'm like, oh, no. Gonna the, do that shit. The width is, is maybe the most important bit. Yeah, is my yeah, but I guess a really skinny dick would be perfect for anal sex because you don't, you know, you could just like slither on in there. You could get in and out. Yeah, because you're really, I mean, for men, you just really want that prostate to get banged. Why are we talking about? I'm not going to let anybody slither in anywhere. Wait a second. This is an excellent topic. You were talking about your dishwasher being clogged. You're saying this. This <laughs> yeah, is not on. what we need to be talking. This is all that I want to talk about. That's a very good point. That's really all my conversation skills have to do People with People don't listen to this podcast for the dishwasher talk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, who's got a hot topic here? John? I do. And I need to uh, clarify something that I said before we were recording. Another reason why I was crying yesterday was at the WWE Hall of Fame. I haven't been keeping up to like the daily uh, Raw or the SmackDown, anything like that. I said that the major stuff, and um, I found out while watching the Hall of Fame that this WrestleMania is going to be the first res- WrestleMania where the headliners is the women's match, one of the women's matches, which is amazing. And and I cried. Um, but my hot topic, um, another uh, it involves the Glo- Global Poker Index Awards that I watched yesterday, too, and cried the during. GPI. The GPI Awards. You could just say that. Everyone knows what GPI means. Um, so a joke. I just made that up. <laughs> Shout out to Andy Charnay, who won for Journalist of the Year, I think. Way to I go, love her. Andy. Uh, Auntie Charnay. That's Auntie. Sarah Herring. I don't Here's know. Here's a dream. Okay. Uh, Although the one fantastic. thing that's Well done, you... I'm not even going to touch on that. But, uh, okay, so this is the hot topic that that occurred. Host Ali Najad, um, so two of the awards, there's the GPI um, Player of the Year and then a GPI Female Player of the Year. The GPI Player of the Year was Alex Foxen. And the GPI Female Player Poker of the Year is uh, Kristen Bricknell. These are the two awards where it's really just, it's just a point system they play a bunch of tournaments throughout the year. Whoever ends up with the most points at the end, uh, the player, which could be male or female, and the female is obviously restricted to those who are female. Um, it just turned out this year that the uh, Alex Fawson and Kristen Bricknell, they both won in their respective categories, and they're also um, in a relationship together, a romantic relationship. So this is the hot topic that I want to see how you guys feel about this. So um, Alex Foxen, who's gorgeous, um, he won. He did his little speech or whatever and left. And the next uh, category was a GPI female player poker of the year and uh, or poker player of the year. And uh, Crystal Bricknell won. And Ali Najad, while he was presenting it, mentioned repeatedly that she is Alex Foxen's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. The thoughts. Thoughts? Uh, what a surprise that yeah. someone identified a woman as the uh, property of a man. Even if they have their own identity. Right. Which, obviously, she does because she plays poker by herself and not as a team. Yes, but even earlier, whenever you were trying to think of the name of Emily Blunt from A Quiet Place, didn't you refer to her as John Krakinski, whatever that mm-hmm. dopey-haired dumbass's name? No, that was wife? not me. Did I make that up? I made, yeah, I I made, made that, that up. up. I think I made it up on my head. I was just talking about John Krakowski's ass. 
Oh, okay. He was talking about. Is it, I think is it juicy? Is I it a think juicy? It was a different. Is a different film that he was in. I where... don't find him attractive at all. No, he's his got face, a terrible face. I, I did not even with a beard. Face. No, I don't have any use for looking. You know, at he's him. all buff. No, I'm I don't even buff. like it with a beard. I'm not into buff. That's how bad it is. Anyway, You're not into butts. No buff. I'm not uh, really into buff. No, me if I'm gonna... not even buff butts. Nah. If it's on a lady with a guy, guys, I don't say I have a specific the Guys type. have better asses than girls, no, though. That, they know they do. You should see do. my Instagram feed. Uh-uh. No, there's no, some beautiful No, I'll agree. I agree with no, you. No, guys have better asses than no, girls. But I'm also in, I'm into women, so I think I'm literally... I'm, she's the only one here that really the likes only women. I'm into, into women. women, too, and I'll no, just say women's like asses women. are not as good as men's I think men's I probably asses. like women a lot more than you do. Maybe. She is the foremost authority in this room. I have had many different asses. women's asses. I can tell you about asses. I disagree. I appreciate women's bodies more. They're just far more beautiful. That's oh, why they disagree. Been, that's why they have inspired art throughout the history of they, mankind. But that's because most of the artists at the time they were allowed to be men. So of course, most of them are probably yeah. going to be straight, and their subjects are going to be women. Well, women's bodies are just nicer. No, yeah, no, yeah. I came to uh, on a kind of related note. I came to some realization yesterday when I was driving to the grocery. Um, I think that I, I really, uh, don't realize how much I overvalue the male gaze in terms of, uh, like how I speculate that other men are thinking. Yes. Like, uh, I mean, I want to give examples, but, but I, I think that I have an unreal, I, 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 need, I think is. I need an example. I can absolutely, oh, I know. Give this, me an example. I can give you an example. Yes, because I know you very well, because we we have a lot of conversations, but I have noticed that you put more thought into wondering what a male's perspective is when uh, I can act as an objective observer and I can tell you, you know what, the way you're reading into that does not seem to be logical based on the clues that you just gave me as far as like interpreting, like overthinking it. Like, it's really not as big of a deal. I still need more. Okay. Uh, I think that, that, uh, I think that my, uh, my baseline thinking is that all men are like really like deep down want to bang women who look like strippers, uh, successful strippers, not like, you know, West Virginia route 60 strippers. Uh, <laughs> this, like the squirt of- <laughs> like this, like that. Want to see what I did? Yeah, on the pillow. Uh, that's not pee. That's squirt. I, I, I think that that is my point of reference, and I, I don't give the dudes that I know enough credit uh, mm-hmm. to not be that person. Uh, and maybe that's not fair. And it's it's really destructive to both parties. So, but that's the mass message that you are taught, and yeah. I think the difference between you and I is the fact that I look at women from an I am sexually attracted to women, and I am sexually attracted to women in a far different, wider array than just what the male gaze is taught to be based on, like the stereotypical how women are displayed in most movies, TV mm-hmm. shows, talked about in yeah. music, all pop culture. I think guys, uh, most guys are way more open-minded. Yeah, well, isn't it kind of like the snake that's eating its own tail? Like, isn't part of the male gaze from itself? Yeah. Men, yeah. they're being told yeah. by other people, this is what you should like, so yeah. then they like it. Exactly. When if we didn't have that, they but might if, if not. But they're, if they're putting effort into liking that for so long, does that 
does their, you know, um, uh, their intrinsic uh, attraction go away and they just adopt this Well, you see what's interesting is that there's also that stereotype that a lot of men play into that they just want to fuck anything, you know? Yeah. They're like, they don't care. And and I don't think that that's true either. I think men can be uh, choosy and picky in what they find attractive as well. One of my fears has been since I have been an adult in dating men is that um, this person really loves you and they love your personality, but they're going to say to you one day, look, I love you, but I met this person that I am so sexually attracted to. It doesn't even matter what their personality is like, and I have to leave you because I can't control myself. That is That's horrific. the patriarchy. Yeah. Right. Does that happen? I think that does happen. I think it Ugh. does. That happens all the fucking time. But I think if we are more open by saying, hey, guess what? I'm in a relationship with you, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to want to fuck other people all the fucking time. All the time. I don't pretend that that, that doesn't mean I'm not going to look. People. I'm not going to look at another person and find them sexually attractive yeah. all f- the fucking time. My fear, though, in that circumstance is not that they are attracted to the other person, but that they are so attracted that they cannot control themselves and they have to leave. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, there's one night if they make not them- when I say it out loud. Yeah, but I mean, mm. like I can see someone fucking up and accidentally getting drunk and having sex with someone one no. time. But uh, no, I'm saying versus someone is having an emotional affair yeah. for like years, like the betrayal. The betrayal to me would be that emotional affair. That, we are on the same wavelength because really I don't hurt. care which where you put your dick. I'm that really, isn't really I've like, always whatever. been open. I mean, I, I care about both of those things. <laughs> I can, really, I can be in an open relationship not because I need to have a lot of sex with a lot of people, but that's not what to me is intimate. Because I've had a mm-hmm. lot of sexual partners, but there are very few people I've shared my emotions with because <gasps> I don't trust people. I feel like we're cut from the same cloth. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's the betrayal. Is you're like I shared my deepest, and you were like. You called that person when you needed something, like emotionally, someone to talk to. The biggest fight that Jimmy and I ever got into was when, you're going to laugh at this, was when he like broke a tooth and he called his sister to take him to the dentist and not me. I was so pissed off. That makes sense to me. I was so pissed off. Did he understand why you were pissed off? Okay, okay. Okay, so he's on this. Uh, why did he call his sister? I don't. I mean, we're still pretty early in our relationship. I think uh, we'd only been together maybe a year. I understand, okay, which to some people is a long time, but for me, like a year's nothing. It's not a long. That's time. a long to time. You? That's a long time to me. I don't think that's, that's a, a quarter of the time. longest I relationship past, I've ever. Yeah, had. I haven't gone past really? three months. Yes. years. Yeah, I don't. Four, I, I mean, I don't. I honestly don't remember how, I, but it was still pretty early in our relationship. But I was still very pissed off. No, I understand that totally. Yeah. Except uh, I, what I have realized recently is that like when I was younger, relationships uh, progressed faster because you saw each other more often, but you and Jimmy don't see each other that much. Mm-hmm. And you never did, right? And No, and that's why I think um, my priority goes to him. Like if something's sure. going on and it's like tonight, like I need to leave by five because Jimmy will be over at my place at yeah. five 30. Yeah, yeah. And this is the one time this week that we have seen each other. Right. Right. Um, Which is understandable. The, but the, a year in doesn't seem like a lot to you mm-mm. because you don't no, because, see each other. Because that much. our, it's didn't like this relationship was different from other relationships in the past because I didn't, and this is going to sound really awful, but I was 
from the very beginning, I had already been in two relationships that just crashed and burned so hardcore that Jimmy was the exact opposite of anybody I've ever dated before. Like, he had a job, he was older than me, and there was immediately, like, a more sense of independence between both of us than the other relationships I've had before where it was like both of us were just clinging to each other for dear life. Yeah. Um, But with this relationship, I came in feeling um, a sense of... I don't even know what to say. Like, where I wasn't... I was only going to be... I don't know. I don't know how to put it into words, but it was just always going to be carefree from the very beginning. Is it carefree? Yeah, I think you it's just pretty much that, carefree. That you got very upset. I did, but I mean, when I was getting into the relationship, I was like, I'm not going to fall head, head over heels. I'm not going to be emotionally uh, needy. Mm-hmm. This, this, I'm not going to be jealous. Yeah. It's going to be cool while it's cool. And if it's not cool anymore, we're going to, I'm not going to see this person anymore. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I have to endorse those kinds of relationships. Uh, cause you know, like I said, when we're younger, we see that person every day, mm-hmm. maybe all day long, every day. And you get those plan, the future plans of like, I'm going to marry this. Pr-. I never right. got that, it's, but you know what I mean? There's like, there's very, a track. Well, I never got that either, which is funny cause I was actually married. Uh, but the you know you you get this like very polarized feeling like oh I need this person, um, but when you get older, you're like exactly maybe it's getting older where it's like you know what I don't need older. this person. I I don't know if it would be different if I were now dating somebody that didn't have children. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it I don't know I think maybe it wouldn't. Uh, I don't think I'm ever going know. to ever fall in love with somebody again. Like I did my first relationship or even my second relationship. Except you have to ask yourself, like, is that a real, is that a real thing? Mm. I think so. I don't think. Okay. So it exists, but is that a, um, it's not a sustainable thing. No. And I think that's, you cannot, that entire time and all those type of relationships where we, we know people now that might be in relationships like this too, where, it's not sustainable. I think part of the reason for that attraction is because it's so unstable and you don't know right. how that person feels. So the, like every relationship like that where I covet it and I'm just like googly eyed and heart, it, yeah. it's all because they're, because it's unstable. So part of the appeal is that there's this surge of emotion, mm-hmm. either like oh. very extreme positive or very extremely negative. Uh, the very extremely negative destroys you. This mm-hmm. very like tempestuous bipolar kind of like, I love you, I hate you kind of. That is not something that, that is the relationship that ends in like someone murdering the other one. That yeah, is and that's not, not a, a partnership. That, no, 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 no. And, I, and I hate uh, that term partner, that. but that's, Why? you know. Well, because I think for a while when I say, when some people say Jimmy's your partner, I'm like, ugh, I hate that term. But I, when I say he partnership, is, I mean he's my boyfriend. I don't, I don't like that term partner. But we are in a partnership where um, I provide needs that he couldn't get without me, and he provides the needs that I can get without him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we, we have each other's back. Whenever anything shitty happens, I'll say, look, this is what I, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then he'll he'll always offers me like perspective that I wouldn't have before. Yes. So he has my back, but at the same time, he doesn't have my, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, not, yeah, it's yeah. not like an unconditional, he'll say like, in this, in this situation, you're being an asshole, knock it off. And I'm right. like, oh, okay. 
I think the uh, the most unhealthy relationship is the one in which you don't realize that you can't get everything you need from one person. Mm-hmm. I couldn't just have a boyfriend. I couldn't uh, just have a best friend and no other friends. You know? Yeah, I don't think, and, and that's an I, I'm never. I don't think I'm ever going to be in a relationship before where I cut all the other people out like I did before. You know. Oh, yeah, that's not good. That's not good. It's so unhealthy. You don't have any perspective anymore. You just disappear into this codependent oneness. I mean, not everybody, obviously, but sometimes that does happen. Sometimes it happens the first few months. It's like, I'll give you like six months like that. After that, you know, I think it's kind of shitty to totally like isolate everyone. You can't. You can't just have one one person. You can't have just your partner and they're your one friend. And then you... uh one night text somebody and say, do you have a key to my apartment? Exactly. Can I come over and get it? Yeah, we'll hang out. And then yeah. you text them on the way and say, oh, I, oh, he opened the door so yeah. I can, never mind. I have no need for you anymore. Right. Not cool. Yeah. Not cool. It's not healthy, but it's not at all. common. I've seen it so many times and Except I've never understood in, it. As we get older, it becomes less common. I am surprised that that this particular case is. I know, but it's one of many many instances. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Megan, do you have a hot tub? I do. Oh shit! Did you hear that? That was my ankle being crushed under my own weight. I thought you slapped your own ass. That's way worse. Under your 120 pounds. (laughs) 169 pounds. I weighed myself this morning, and it was not good. Congratulations! Oh oh my god, I could blow you over with a like a hard sneeze. So you need to stop. Yeah, should be proud. So, uh, so let's talk about dinosaurs. Okay. All right. Um, So it was this this last week, I think. there was an excavation in uh, North Dakota, and the site is called uh, Tanis, I believe. Yeah, Tanis. I don't know if that's, I don't think that's the name of the, uh, maybe it's the name of the city. But anyway, they, they called the excavation site Tanis, and uh, they believe that it is giving, and this is going to be published on the 29th of March. What is? 7th. I guess it was published just last Monday. Is it the 7th? Uh, yeah, April seventh. April seventh. Yeah. So this last Monday it was published, I think, in a scientific journal. But uh, they believe that it is giving a uh, like a snapshot of the exact time, meaning within a few hours of when the big bang happened, an asteroid or a meteor. I don't know the difference. Hit the Earth, and everything stopped. Wow. Or reset, as it were. Because, I mean, if it stopped, then we wouldn't be here, I guess. But uh, so there's evidence of uh, rocky, glassy fragments uh, being from the heat. sprayed from the sky, mm-hmm. came from space, uh, because it's embedded in the gills of underwater uh, dinosaurs. Are they all dinosaurs? I don't, man, I don't know. You say alligators were around during the dinosaurs. Oh yeah, okay. you can tell they're they don't have toughened. gills though. No, but they they look like they will. Ki- I mean, they're beast like hard to kill. Oh, they will drown they'll a bitch. You. Yeah, they'll kill you like faster than anything. Yeah, in the worst possible way. Combine you know my two do. things. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. They, they eaten they by an turn. animal and they, drowning. Those are my two biggest. Well, fears. they grab you Fuck and then night. they oh, put it. you under anxiety the dirt. 
the mud. I guess it's mud because it has water in it. Death spin. Oh my god. Well, they do. They drown you. They put you on. Well, they can't chew because their jaws don't, you know, move back and forth. They just go up and down. So they um, they put you under the mud. And they wait a little while for you to like nice soften soggy. up, you saw, you and then suffocate. they come back and they what? They let you start to decompose? Oh, absolutely! <gasps> no, those guys can't chew. Oh, they I don't have care. a flat tooth in their I'm, fucking mouth. I'm dead. If I'm dead, I don't really care what is done with my body. Well, okay, well, don't, you don't want somebody not, to jizz all over you. No, that's what I was gonna say. Okay, <laughs> I don't. There are certain things like again, forensic files episodes that I would not want to happen to me, but. <gasps> it's like not that, the worst like, thing I oh can God, think like of the to woman, have happen to you. No, did you hear about the? Uh, it was a female contestant of like Russian's Big Brother, and she died. Uh, I don't remember how she died, but anyway, when uh, they suspected foul play, they excavated the body and tested it for like, and they found exhumed. semen. And yeah, exhumed. Thank you for not that. Not a correction. fossil. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they found a semen on her corpse, and the the. The coroner was like diddling. Gross! Isn't that awful? The problem is the coroners are elected and they don't have to be medical professionals. Did you know that? I did what? not know that. Yeah, medical examiners are always physicians, but coroners are not necessarily connected to the medical field at Jesus. all. I don't want my body, my dead body, to be raped. I would rather it not be, no. but I won't be around. Yeah. But that's I don't also, particularly care. For I had that. a when I was in a psychology class as an undergrad. Um, the professor, uh, said, I forget how this even came up, but she said when she was in medical school, it was really gross how the other medical students would teach, would, would treat the donor bodies like oh. that. They would have to, yeah, not, they cool. weren't respectful to they them. They were not respectful. Does that surprise you guys? Are I'm not the, sure uh, why we're not talking at all, about but that. Is, are the, how, where are these donor bodies? Like, I think you, you know you can donate your body to science. Well, then I would say because I, I think kind of makes that, you not, not want to. I want to be like no. an ogre, uh, ogre, and an organ donor. I want. Yes. I'll be an ogre, ogre. I'll be an ogre donor. You could take all <laughs> yeah. my silent rage, take that that from uh-huh. my pituitary gland or wherever it is. There's a big old mayfly on that. You should go squash window. it. Yeah, on the other side, it's inconsequential to us. Yeah. So, uh, so the other thing was that. Um, they believe that when the meteor asteroid or whatever hit the earth, of course it causes this big tidal wave. Um, but they said that it would take hours and hours for a massive tidal wave to, you know, come over the entire landmass. Mm. So their theory is that when it hit, the aftershocks were, uh, uh, like a 10 or a 12 on the Richter scale, which I think only goes to 10. So I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so so the theory is that the the local uh, bodies of water just completely like emptied and came over the land. Oh, weird. Like yeah. kind of like what's going on in Nebraska right now. You know, there's a big flood in Nebraska that like, nobody's talking about. No, I've been... Listening to it on NPR for like two weeks. Oh, who listened to NPR? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's no, only NPR is talking about the flood in Nevada. It's very bad. Or not Nevada, for uh, Nebraska. Nebraska, yeah. Nebraska's in a bad way. Do you way. think maybe we came from the asteroid? Like we were like germs on the asteroid that when it's, that's how we came to be Are on Earth? Are you asking me if I think that you're from space? 
that we are absolutely. All I've always thought that about like you. a tapeworm. You yeah. squiggled up into somebody's bum, and then you <laughs> were smuggled through. Across. It could happen, and then you go across the universe. So maybe there's another planet out there that's yep. habited by originally like there were germs like us, and now they're people. Oh, there's definitely germs. another planet that is inhabited by other humanoid. Like I don't know if they're humanoid. Who knows? Hopefully they're not, because this is terrible. Oh no! I want to see some alien cack. Oh, that's John. not like just in bringing you know. it back around to dicks. Uh, have you seen the show No uh, Apoc- uh, Now Apocalypse? No, I said nowhere because it was another Gregor Recchi film. You guys should watch it. it was, it's it's humorous. I feel like we're in the Now Apocalypse. Isn't this isn't this a dystopia? But you get to see living? alien cock and now absolutely. Earlier, I told you I haven't looked at my phone news all weekend because I want to try my phone news. My phone news. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know what I mean. My phone. I'm trying to you know limit myself, and I pulled it up, and within 30 seconds, it was filled with absolute rage and like a burning in my actual heart, like a physical feeling, just at like the headlines because of how terrifying. How ridiculous! Right now, yeah. How you want to you want to point and be like, is nobody seeing this? This is this is reality. The worst bit is that everyone is seeing it. I know, and nothing. But is it's like we can't happening. do anything about it. No, I, yeah, I had I had kind of a freak out a couple weeks ago so when uh, Jimmy wanted to talk about the news that was going on. I was like, I can't. It doesn't matter. Nothing fucking matters. Like the only way that any no. of this is going to change is if we get you every single podcast that talks about the out. news. <laughs> yeah, but but we made it. We made it. We made it. A decision to limit, you know, polit- political talk, Trump yeah, talk, because to. we were all going crazy. But doesn't that like, make us complicit? The corruption is right in front of our faces, but I don't feel any sort no. of power to do anything to change no, it. No, no, no. We have absolutely I no, did. I went back no. to teaching for that very reason, because I knew, again, the impotent rage that I feel because I am so... There's nothing I can do, but at least every day I feel like I'm trying to educate future voters Otherwise, but, I would be drunk and high all the time yeah. because I like can't the only power it. we have is voting. But we can see even that can be corrupt. Even that is can be yeah exactly. But I have to do something because I cannot handle. I can't handle it. So bizarre. It's so emperor's new clothes. Like mm-hmm. how is nobody seeing this? I don't have any children. No. Uh, I drink a lot. Yet. I eat. Oh God. Uh, He's gonna put baby up in you. Oh no 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 no! That's not happening. <laughs> You're going to uh, get a baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I eat cheese pizza all the time. I uh, don't exercise. I drink a bunch. Uh, you so know. you're pretty infertile. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I mean, I've not, like I said before, I've not gotten pregnant. And I've been sexually active since I was 16 and plenty irresponsible. So... I feel like that's probably not even the rhythm method. Not a too not lazy a danger for the rhythm me. method. I don't even know. I'm just squirt, squirt. I'm pretty right confident that. in that <laughs> arena. But what I'm saying is, like you know, I'm not going to live past. You know, genetically, I'm not going to live past this. So you know, you guys. That's you know what? Not I was, you guys because you don't have that's kids why, either. That's why those guys are on their own. I uh, heard whatever. That was one of somebody's excuse for why Gen Xers don't give a shit about because they're not having kids because they're not going to be, live through whatever horrible bullshit is going to come to us. Isn't that so awful? You know what though? With our luck, like and actually, I didn't mean Gen the Xers. I meant is uh, uh, what's before the or before the baby boomers. 
The old people that are dicks now. The baby boomer. Baby I don't boomers. think they've ever not. I mean, I think also no, they people, had lots of kids. Yeah, but they don't care about the environment now because they're like, I'm not going to live through it. I don't care. Green New Deal. Fuck your. Green Except New they Deal. have kids, so they people, don't give a shit because it, it's about what money. That stuff doesn't know. make money. They're trying to feed existing pipelines of funding. But it could make a lot of money. It doesn't. Though. That doesn't make a lot you of sense. If you get based. if you get in on green energy now, even bad people. I mean, not all bad people, but. But there are lots of bad people that care about their kids because their kids are them and yeah. they care about themselves. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm, I'm but, into that But your theory. kids' kids? Your grandkids? Okay, well, maybe they, their kids' kids don't have kids. Their kids. But even if you, kids. but if you had like a news organization that was telling you that, uh, that climate science is all a hoax and you had that to, to clutch to. Because it is like, a profitable well, business. People it's a profitable you. business. What? What's a profitable business? It is a profitable profitable business to sell the notion that climate change is a, is a hoax because the things that are causing actual changes that are causing the danger are very profitable. Well, but like and how many? How much? Yeah, exactly. How many the politicians are getting paid? Yeah, all of it. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. been a pipeline. It's like an institutional. That's American why we thing. need to get rid of career politicians. I know. Like but civil servants should reality, not be a fucking. You should not. That Lifetime should be appointment. a profession. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm Your not. Uh, I'm not saying that this is an exclusively American thing, but particularly with America, we don't really have a preventative approach. We have a we have a, a we reactive have an approach after the right? fact approach. So there's not a whole lot of foresight that goes on in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that any of that shit is going on. The, you like, can't that's have our that show. Ah. <laughs> the American identity, though, it is already a disposable one. And yeah. it's also that whole we're bigger and better than everyone else. Isn't that a convenient thought to spread to the masses is we are better than every other country. Therefore, we can oppress them or we can you know discriminate against them and all of these types of things. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, are you proud to be an American? The thing is, is that What I, is there to be proud of? I, I've never been less proud I know. <laughs> than I am. In I mean, we, got, we all got lucky, right? We yeah, got lucky to be years. born in one of the most powerful mm-hmm. countries in the world, but that's not something to necessarily and, be proud you know, of. Our, our socioeconomic classes into which we were born are also yeah, kind of a Yeah, pretty gift, fucking lucky. So. Uh, yeah. But there's also a thing about, you know what, I don't have a problem with the fact that being born into America has so many horrible things, yes, but I also have a lot of opportunities other countries don't. But I think it's really shitty that the only definition of being an American or a proud American is something that grasps hate and the past rather than being like, you know, part of being an American is I can express my discontent. Mm -hmm. I can stand up. Like, I I think about the people in the civil rights movement that made the change. Like, that's those are the things that really, really inspire Express it all you like. No one will listen to you. I know, but I'm I'm thinking, like, that part is very beautiful about the American history and American experience, but is that still... Can we affect change in that same way in mass protest? Can we still make... Can we affect change? And eventually, eventually, the truth will come out. I know with what all this I shit that's going know. on. I don't know if eventually, I you mean when the meteor comes. No, I mean eventually, like the Mueller report will come out unredacted, rid- one yeah. way or another, and it might not happen in our lifetime, but well, maybe in twenty, thirty happen? years, we'll see. Yeah, look the at problem that. is look at what that happens after that. What more can happen? What more grand unveil? Is the Mueller report going to give us any information that we don't already, we already know? Have no expectation. He said, "Grab him by the pussy." 
he got elected still. There's no lower bar. I mean, he didn't for me. say it quite like that. He this said, is a, he can do anything. Grab by the pussy. It is to me. Sorry, that's but that's the same. This is not yeah, a I fresh know, hell. You, so, yeah, this is a. I, that scar, that wound is still fresh. It's never healed. So there's nothing more that can shock me. But mm. I'm trying to unplug. But still, I know I I do try to make a difference. I teach these kids my liberal agenda, which is just think for yourself and try and respect other people's rights to have different thoughts. That's that all, is that is that's radical. That I do. I know it really is radical, isn't it? To teach tolerance and love. Huh. Should we do some handles? Do <sighs> well, we know? First, enjoy the song. I'm so tired of living in this in the city. <laughs> is the that what Lights. it's called? Yeah. Oh, how apropos! <laughs> you did say that in the beginning. Um, secretlytimid.com on Instagram, secretlytimid on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, also Porpoise Crispy podcast. Porpoise Crispy. Do it's you guys have it? at lisbon.com, is it? Dot com. Uh, but also you can get uh, Porpoise Crispy on uh, iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and all of those things that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back next week. Uh.